0: Hi, welcome to Earthmakers, spiritual care for real humans. My name is Josiah, and I'm the grateful host and creator of this podcast. I saw one of my therapists today. Yes, I am one of those people who has more than one therapist. It's a big part of my story. In fact, I tell my patients that I work with and who I counsel and teach in the treatment center where I work, that if I did not have counselors of my own, I would be a fairly, if not completely, ineffective counselor in my work. I'm a huge fan of therapy and of the therapeutic process and believe that all humans could benefit from therapy and believe that all humans should be going to therapy. Yes, that means I believe, just like all humans should be able to visit their doctor, their primary care physician, to check in on their physical health and well-being, that they should also be checking in with a licensed therapist or counselor. Because mental health is just as important as physical health. And you, like me, may have experienced the truth, the reality that these two things, physical health and mental health, aren't really all that separate. And the thing that binds them together for me is this glue that I call spirituality. We're going to visit that glue today. I wanted to pause and use this episode today to be transparent with you about my own life and stuff that's going on with me and the fact that I need just as much spiritual care as anybody else. In fact, This podcast is a spiritual discipline for me. It's a daily thing in which I take five to ten minutes of my day and record meditative, prayerful thoughts that create space for you, my listeners, to show up and receive care. But also, I am creating space for myself to receive care. I record this podcast not just for you. I record this podcast for me. It's Lent in the Christian church, and during this season, people give stuff up. And I've been asked by the counselors and therapists in my life to give up outside of the workplace, give up trying to take care of everybody else. That's a tall order for me. And my counselor, my therapist, asked me a question today, just this morning, that I want to ask you. And here is the question. When performance is your protection, where can you go to let your guard down? Take in a deep breath with me. And as you breathe out, soften your body and close your eyes, unless you are driving, of course, and hear this question again as a meditation, hear this question again as a prayer, as a petition to the divine around you and within you. When performance is your protection, Where can you go to let your guard down? Question mark. It's the question mark, really, that makes the question. Question marks create space for answer, for response, for reaction. For life to grow out from death. My therapist asked me this question because I was raised in a community and in a culture in which the adults, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, expected me to perform at a high level. All the time. And as I continued to perform at a high level, my parents and my grandparents and my teachers and all the other adults in my life praised me, supported me. But it was just business as usual. Joey was performing at a high level. I had become addicted to the approval and the applause of the adults in my life. Have you ever experienced this? The belief, the firmly held belief, the dogmatic doctrine and creed that says I must live in such a way that keeps other people happy and pleased with me? but it is my goal my job in this lifetime to provide that service for others it's a hard space to live in that's a hard question mark to occupy When I did not perform at a high level, the adults in my life gave me hell. I don't necessarily blame them entirely for that. They had become comfortable and used to me performing at a high level. And when I underperformed, according to their standards, it was something they just didn't know how to cope with. So they reacted with anger and frustration, and shaming voices. Which was hard for me. I didn't know how to answer this question when my therapist asked me this morning, when performance is your protection, where can you go to let your guard down? Well, the first question within the question is, what am I protecting? So I ask you today, with your high level of performance in a society and in a culture that expects you to perform at a high level, what are you protecting? What part of the inner child, the inner self, is wounded and bleeding and in need of a hug and a band-aid? You don't need to protect that child any longer. And I'm saying these words to you just as I am turning them back toward myself. We, my friends, do not need to perform to protect any longer. And the second question is, once you've realized that you don't need to protect, where can you go to stop pouring all of your energy and your time and your blood, sweat and tears into protecting? Where can you go where you don't have to do that shit? Is there a place where you can go where the guards that stand at your gate at attention 24-7 can set down their rifles and have a sandwich and relax and take a day off? Where can the guards that stand at the gate, where can you go where those guards can take a day off? Where can you go? Dr. Carl Kruger? Is a professor of church history. He was one of my professors in seminary, one of the first openly gay Lutheran pastors in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. And Dr. Kruger is one of the most eloquent and powerful preachers I've ever seen in a pulpit. And Dr. Kruger once called God from the pulpit in our seminary chapel. The shepherd of the question mark and the jeweler of the surprise. Shepherd of the question mark and jeweler of the surprise. In this question that my therapist asked me today, when performance is your protection, where can you go to let your guard down? The question mark leaves space for me to ask the question, what am I protecting and where can I go to set that down? So I ask you today, where can you go to set that down? Give your, do yourself a favor and take some time out today to think, to really think and maybe even write down by hand in a journal Where are the places and the people I can go to where I don't have to fucking perform and overperform and go to sleep and wake up and perform and overperform again? we got to get off this carousel, my friends. If God is the shepherd of the question mark, then he is creating space. He, she, it is creating space for you to show up and answer the question with your life. You don't have to have an answer today, but just searching for an answer might be good enough. Saying, I don't know today might be good enough because I don't know is an answer. Whatever your answer is, it's sufficient for today. But Dr. Kruger also called God the jeweler of the surprise. So, first, God is this shepherd of the question mark, creating space with question marks for us to live out an answer. What a beautiful privilege that is, what a wonderful grace that is. And then, secondly, the jeweler of the surprise, that in the midst of that space, maybe the answer is something we don't know today, and that's because the answer is a surprise, a gift, an unwrapped gift that we receive from whatever we consider to be our higher power, as our higher power sets it in our laps, unwrapped, just for us. Maybe you're an atheist today and you don't believe in God, and that's fine, you don't have to believe in God, but there's still somewhere in your life a surprise, A gentle healing surprise waiting to meet you in that space where there are question marks. Are you okay to be interrupted by surprise? Question marks and surprises are holy interruptions and we need those. Today my therapist asked a question that was a holy interruption in my life. It was a challenge. It remains a challenge for me to answer that question. When performance is your protection, where can you go to let your guard down? I'm still looking for the answer. And that's okay. Thank you for creating space for me to be vulnerable and transparent with you today. Take good care of you, and I'll see you tomorrow.